Hey, Alexa, what crap did John Hicks say this week on the radio? I'm sure I don't want to hear it, but I'm interested to find out. Helping you solve the retirement puzzle. Welcome to The Retirement Solution with John Hicks. Here with John Hicks, I'm Jennifer Perry. We'd love to hear from you here on the Retirement Solution Podcast. You can always drop us an email with any questions for John at retirementsolutionradio.com. John, uh, I don't know about you, but uh, there have been quite a few just little emergencies cropping up in real life for a lot of us recently. I've heard of so many people dealing with emergency home repairs, health emergencies, Mm -hmm. et cetera. But uh, we can plan for emergencies all we want, but we never really know for sure that our plan works until we have that actual emergency. Business Insider actually says this pandemic is that emergency because it provides that real life test of our retirement plan. So is this a good opportunity right now to maybe review our portfolio, see what worked and what we might want to change before that next big downturn? Absolutely. Without question. Without question, guys, just pretend like this was a dress rehearsal, (laughs) if you will. Okay. We just had a stress test that gives us all an opportunity to evaluate. Okay. And I'm going to do this a little bit differently because here's what I would say about this. We're going to talk not about finances for a quick second. Okay. We're going to talk about one of my favorite things to talk about. Uh Uh-oh. Doomsday prepping. (laughs) Are you one of those people, John? I'm not. Okay. I'm not. I'm not. But I know a lot of people that are. Uh And and so I have to just say this because I was woefully ill-prepared when COVID happened and we couldn't get things, right? Uh-huh. Toilet paper may have been the big one or paper towels and that that's some people's thing. That didn't even bug me. What I realized was, you know, I got a family of four. I got two little girls. And I started thinking, man, what would happen if uh, if I can't get to food, right. you know, for them? You know, what, yeah. what would that work out? And, you know, I'm one of those people. I've always thought about it. If you uh, if you go online or you get your emails in Costco or uh, or Sam's Club or whatever says, oh, yeah, here's this these MRE, the meals, meals ready, ready to, to eat, eat. Yep. those things that basically if you were in the military, you probably had some version of that at some point in time. Mm-hmm. But you just add water, you hydrate it, and then, then you have food for a while. And I never got any of that stuff. I thought about it, but I never did. Yeah. But what I realized once things happened is that I was really not prepared. Yeah. And I, I had enough canned food for probably a couple weeks, you know, yeah, uh, to make here. things work. That's about it, yeah. But after that, I started thinking, I got two little girls. This is not the right plan for me. Mm-hmm. I can learn from this. And so here's what I did start going through. Instead of buying those very expensive meal plans from those places, what I realized was I needed food grade, completely sealable five-gallon containers. Okay. okay. You need some place to put those dry goods, whether they be beans or rice or whatever you're going to put in there. Mm -hmm. And you need to make sure that they have what they call a gamma seal, which means that if we have all kinds of fallout, if that were to be the case down the road, again, I'm talking doomsday prepping for a minute. Yeah, serious. You got to make sure that it's sealed off, right? So that's very important. And you need to have those little things that will suck out the oxygen in it. They look like those little packs of of salt or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, but they suck the oxygen out. You have to have that. But if you have that, Jennifer, that can be good for up to 30 years done correctly. Okay. I know. So You taught me something today. I love it. This is what I'm saying. And the reason I'm going through this is because I just had a plan that I realized I did not have together. (laughs) And I have an absolute duty and an obligation in this world to ensure to the best of my ability 
that those two little girls and my wife are taking care of. Absolutely. And yeah. I realized through this pandemic, I was not only woefully ill-prepared, it could absolutely get worse the next time. Mm-hmm. And I went ahead and ordered all these things because right now, if you go to Amazon, guys, you can get them all. They're currently available. And I would suggest if you think the way I do, maybe you get five or six five-gallon pails that have gamma-sealed uh, tops. Maybe you go to Costco or whatever and get a couple of those 50-pound bags of rice and black beans. And maybe you get some seasonings just so it doesn't just taste like rice and black beans right. down the road, right? Yeah. <laughs> and the only other thing you have to have realistically is a water filter. So this is what I learned from doomsday preppers, okay? But now let's go back, parlay that right back into finances. What did you guys learn? What did we learn from uh, this February and March debacle? What did we learn from COVID? Well, because the government and the Fed stepped in, I don't know how many of us learned a good enough lesson. What we learned is, is the market can drop 35% in less than a month. And that is really fast. And as a matter of fact, that was the fastest downward movement since 1987 of anything that has ever happened in this nation. And my thought is, since now it's happened and we've tested it, it can happen again. The question is how, if this does, and I said, if what I should say is when it happens again, Hmm. how can we take that income out of our portfolio if our accounts are that far down in a very short period? Yeah. And this is, that's why I say, I'm gonna call this a little bit of a blessing, okay? because we were giving a warning sign. The warning shot was fired. COVID can happen. Now we've gotten through all that. Now we realize how this may be working out, but what's the next thing gonna be? Is it China finding a way to shut us off of our own electricity grid? Hmm? Never know. What's it gonna be? I have no idea. But again, learning from doomsday preppers, what should we do? We have to know how we can survive. The name of the game in the end is survival. So here's what I would say. You cannot survive in retirement, regardless of what's going on out there. You can't survive without an income. How are we going to generate that? What's it going to be? If we're relying on our stocks to produce us an income, stocks aren't meant to give us an income. Right. Yeah. Dividends are nice and all, but that's not the income many of us need. And bonds, what are bonds paying today, Jennifer? Ugh, I mean, one or two yeah. or 3% at best. Pathetic, yeah. And if interest rates rise, though, we even lose money often in those bonds. And so what we have to understand is we now have an opportunity to find how did that stress test work in our portfolio? What if we had been retired the beginning of this year? How would that have panned out? Would we have stayed with that path? Because here's what I understand, and here's what I tell people every day. Every day that we're still around to fight another fight, is a good day. What did we learn from the last opportunity and how can we better ourselves? Because as my granny always told me, John, you cannot do better until you know better. So now that we've had this opportunity and we've had that really great stress test, what are we doing? Because here's what I'd suggest for almost everyone. You got to find out where the income's coming from. You need three to five sustainable income sources, completely separate and different sustainable income sources for you to feel good about things. Mm -hmm. And more than that, among all else, we now know it can happen quickly and it can happen without a moment's warning. So how are you going to handle that emotional part? Just like doomsday prepping, and again, I'm not a doomser at all, (laughs) not even close. As a matter of fact, I'm a glass three quarters the way full, even if it's only (laughs) half full type of guy. But having said that, I feel better. I feel better knowing that if stuff really goes wrong that I can't control, 
I'm prepared to do what I got to do, my duty for my family. And that's what a proper plan does the same way. It really tries to find how is my income going to be generated? How can I make certain when things go wrong, I'm not going to zig when I should zag. And it lets us know, hey, not only are we prepared for this, we already kind of expected it, right? Right. So since that's the case, we don't have that much to fear. We just wait for it to come back. Or if it doesn't come back, we already know where the income's coming from. So we can live through it. Have questions for John? Drop us an email at retirementsolutionradio.com. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if John Hicks is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. J. Hagen Capital Inc. is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through John Hicks, Kentucky Insurance License Number 998827. 